the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. By Love First Christian Center. Portions of this hour have been pre recorded for broadcast at this time. Up next is Fresh Wind Radio, sponsored by Love First Christian Center. It's time for Dr. Jomo Cousins on Fresh Wind Radio. And there's another brother in this church who's been where you've been. And he can go say, hey, bro, been where you've been, man. God brought me through. Been through bankruptcy, God brought me through. Been through foreclosure, God got me through. Been through divorce, God got me through. Been through death, God got me through. Been through a lost child, God got me through. Been through losing my job, guess what? God got me through. So just everything you go, go back and strengthen your brother. We hope you're excited to hear God's word today on Fresh Wind Radio. We've got some incredible opportunities lined up for you later on in the broadcast to support this radio ministry. But for now, let's get straight to the word with Dr. Jomo Cousins. God. God gonna work with what you got. Oh, thank you, Jesus. I like that. Back in the Luke. Look what he says right here. It's blessed my life. And one and you, once you've turned again back to me. This is one of my favorite scriptures in the Bible. Pastor, what does he mean? <laughs> Jesus is telling Peter that you are going to fall down. But once you turn back around, I still got you. I know you're going to fail me. But once you turn back around, I still got you. I don't know if you've been in that place where someone says you ain't nothing. Well, what I realize is when someone says you're not nothing, guess what God going to use you? I understand that when you're down to nothing, that's when God is up to something. So what I realize, this scripture encouraged me so much because I don't know about you. I rededicated my life to God more than once. Do I have any witnesses who rededicated life once, twice, three times, four times, five times? Who we dedicating today? (laughs) (laughs) Jesus is saying, look, once you have turned back to me, meaning I already know you're going to turn your back on me. I'm telling you right now you're going to turn your back on me. He says, once you turn back to me, go and strengthen your brothers. Another revelation. Meaning that all the backsliding, Falling and messing up is usable. Because, see, there's a brother out there that made some mistakes. And he don't know how he's going to figure his way out of this. And there's another brother in this church that's been where you've been. And he can go say, bro, been where you've been, man. God brought me through. Been through bankruptcy. God brought me through. Been through foreclosure. God got me through. Been through divorce. God got me through. 
Been through death, God got me through. Been through a lost child, God got me through. Been through losing my job, guess what? God got me through. So he says, everything you go, go back and strengthen your brother. Tell your brother how you got through. The Bible says we are made overcomers by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. Your testimony has power. Your testimony sets you free. And what you tell somebody says, I know I don't look like much, but guess what? God recycled me. I know that my life may not be perfect, but guess what? God recycled me. I know my situation doesn't look real good, but guess what? I've been recycled. God used me. God turned my life around. Once you turn back to me, meaning God already knows you're going to drop the ball. And saying, after you drop the ball, I still got you. <laughs> I don't know if anybody dropped some balls before. <laughs> but see, that make me that sets me free right there. Because I, I used to fumble every now and then. <laughs> Peter said to him, I'm ready. You, you know what's so critical about this? I was teaching at Meadowbrook Middle School in Pine Hills, Florida, uh, a lower economic area of Orlando. Uh, we had 92% free or reduced lunch. If you don't know what that means, that means everybody getting free lunch. And they put me in this classroom, the seventh grade classroom, and my class was called Varying Exceptionalities. That means varying exceptionalities. That means my babies had varying exceptionalities. So you'd have little Leo. If he didn't get his medicine, medicine Leo going to swing on you. Uh, Mr. Cousins, Leo didn't get his medicine. Leo, sit down now. I don't want to do it to you again. <laughs> I, I will do it to you. I mean, the teacher, the principal walked by. I got an elbow on my throat of the, the, the child. And she says, you need anything, Mr. Cousins? Do I need anything? I'm choking the child. Do I need anything? Great job, Mr. Cousins. I said, where, where am I at? Is this a twilight zone? Because the, the classroom I had, the resource officer had to be in the classroom before I got there. There was a, a lady, she had a, she had a PhD, she said, you know, I have a PhD, I can handle any child. She went up and then it was spanking her butt, bang! She was like, she said, no, I can't do this, so she left. So they put me in there. And now, uh, so the boy swung on me, I ducked and slammed him, and he... I said, look, I'm a substitute teacher. I ain't got no contract. <laughs> Try me if you want to. I'm the wrong one. I got no contract. I got no benefits. I'm here for $85, and I'll whoop you. <laughs> I wasn't all the way saved yet, y'all. Y'all got to pray for me. <laughs> I wish you would. <laughs> I'm saved, but don't swing. <laughs> If you've been in the public school system, it can get kind of hot and heavy real quick. And if, you, if, you, if they don't realize you're crazy. <laughs> so I'm in this classroom, y'all. And I'm asking God, why? I'm, I said, Lord, I'm, I'm slamming children. <sighs> I choked him. 
Lord, Lord, I said, Lord, 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 why, why am I here? Why am I here? And God told me, he says, you're here for your son. Jomo at that time was two or three years old. I didn't see the connection. Jomo's in third or fourth grade later on. And the teacher comes to me and says, uh, Mr. Cousins, he says, I think your son needs to be on medicine. He says, I know it may offend you, but I was on medicine. It worked for me. I said, the devil is a liar. It may work for you, but my kids are covered. So I can't flow with it. I'm not saying if you are or aren't. I'm just talking for me. As for me and my house, we ain't rolling with that. I said, come, come here, Jomo. We're going to take you home. We're going to work with you. Uh, the boy right now has a 3.9 GPA. But see, but see I, <clears throat> the only way he got there was I had to be in that classroom going through that because God was setting me up for my son, meaning some of the trials and the storms you're going through is not even for you. It's setting you up so when the enemy comes to attack you, you know exactly what to do. So sometimes God will allow us to go through some faith fights and the fight is bigger than you. It's for your family. It's for your kids. So that's why the Bible says fight the good fight. Fight the good fight because you never know how God's going to use that thing. My boy Josiah, Lord Jesus, he telling teacher, teacher told him, if you, you know, you, you need to do this and do that. You know, Josiah, if you don't do this, you, they may hold you back. Can't do that to me. Josiah, just don't, don't talk to the lady like that. Just, daddy, No. And if, if Josiah don't want to do work, no, no, I'm not doing it. No. I said, Lord Jesus. Teacher called us every other day. We, got, we, we, had, we had meetings, you know. And I said, Lord. And now, now we're homeschooling Josiah, and the boy's killing it. What's the revelation, Pastor? Sometimes God is positioning your kids, and you don't even see it. It's like now, the boy, he's on it. And God spoke to my heart. You know, Jomo, sometimes God allows situations, circumstances to happen. Because if you trust him, it's going to work out for your good. But you have to trust the process. You're listening to Fresh Wind Radio with Dr. Jomo Cousins. Dr. Cousins will be back in just a moment with more fresh perspective from God's never-changing word. In the meantime, we wanted to let you know that you can hear our current series and many others by logging on to our website at freshwindradio.com. For your gift today of any amount, Dr. Cousins would love to send you his current teaching series entitled How to Hear God. This nine-part series unlocks the secrets to experiencing God's voice in fresh new ways, and it can be yours today. Simply log on to our website at freshwindradio.com and click the donate tab. All of us at Freshwind want to thank you for continuing to give to this listener-supported radio broadcast. Hey, did you know you can join Dr. Jomo Cousins each weekday morning for 20 minutes of prayer to start your day? That's right. Monday through Friday at 6.30 a.m. Eastern, Dr. Jomo hosts a prayer conference call. It's a great way to begin your day in communication with the Father. 
The number to call in is 712-432-0075. Again, the number is 712-432-0075. You simply enter the access code 101-804. Again, the access code is 101-804. For more information or to leave a prayer request for Dr. Jomo to pray over, please visit our website at freshwindradio.com. And now, let's get back to the Word. Now the boy, he, ooh, ooh, I like this song. Now, I always loved the boy, he's my child. But I see what God was trying to do. Because some systems aren't built to build your child. Some systems not. Mm, mm, let me leave that alone. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. So I had to be in a classroom. I had to see what happens. So when it was going to happen to me, God covered me. I don't know who that word is for, but receive it. Hallelujah. What's the next scripture I got up there? If you know, this, uh, Peter said this, which is pretty cool. He says, Lord, I'm ready to go with you now. Be careful. Don't let pride creep in. Look what this scripture says. Therefore, let the one who thinks he stands firm, immune of temptation, being overconfident and self-righteous, take care he does not fall into sin. See, right after Jesus said that the devil wanted him, Peter said, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to die. He said, come on, man. Sit down. (laughs) The rooster about to crow, and you're going to deny me three times. Oh, wisdom keys, wisdom keys. I'm doing, oh, boy, my time gone. Number one, my time is almost over. Time gone, kind of sound, kind of, anyway, I'm working on my language. Doesn't it sound good, babe? Sound country? We all have gifts to be used. Look at the name and say, I'm gifted. Come on, say, I'm gifted. Now, you may not see it. I'm what? Just as each one of you have received, it didn't say you're going to get. It says you have what? That means you already got it. I know I don't look like it, but I'm gifted. Look what it says. A special talent, an ability graciously given by God. Employ it. Work it. In serving one another as it appropriates for God, God's, God's stewards of God's multifaceted grace, faithfully using the diverse, varied gifts and abilities granted to Christians by God's unmerited favor. Ooh, I'm gifted. I don't care what you say about me, I'm gifted. I'm gifted. Now, you have to decree this over your life and understand I'm gifted. And the Bible says the man's gift will make room for him and bring him before great men. I am gifted. Hallelujah. Number two, your gift will not exclude trials. Wisdom key number two. You're going to have difficulty. Now you have all the gifts you want, but you're going to have some stuff to overcome. Look what it says. Because of the surpassing greatness and the extraordinary nature of the revelations which I received from God. This is Paul speaking. Now, <clears throat> prior to Paul, uh, and I can't speak of God because God had all knowledge. Jesus had all knowledge because they're God. Lucifer got all this revelation. But Lucifer never had a thorn. So without the thorn, he had pride. 
Look what it says. For the surpassing greatness and extraordinary nature of the revelations which I received from God, for this reason, for this reason, to keep me from thinking of myself as important. Why is it we pray better when we're going through something? Why do we have to show up to church when we're going through drama? Why can't you show up when everything's good? Why can't you just discipline yourself whether rain, shine, up, down, money, no money, you love me, you don't love me, I'm going to church. He says this, God, scroll back one more, y'all, to the slide before that. Look what he says, right before that one, y'all. Look what he says. For this reason, to keep me from thinking of myself as important, a thorn in the flesh was given to me. A messenger of Satan, meaning God used the devil, to torment and harass me, to keep me from exalting Because, see, when you exalt yourself in the Bible, pride goes before the fall. So he says, I'm going to give you a thorn to keep you humble. You always will be dealing with this issue. I don't know about y'all, but I got issues. And and look what the next scripture says this. Oh, I like what Paul says. Concerning this, I pleaded with the Lord three times that it might leave me. But he said to me, my grace is sufficient. My loving kindness and mercy are more than enough, always available, regardless of the situation. But my power is being perfected and completed in your weakness. God says, I'm not taking that thorn from you. Because every time you forget fully yourself, you leave me. When you start smelling yourself, I'm smelling myself, I'm smelling, and you start smelling yourself, you start thinking you're more important than you need to be. Let me close, let me close, let me close. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord. I love this. Every now and then we feel like we don't qualify to be used by God. But let me help y'all. Noah was a drunk. Abraham was too old. Isaac was a daydreamer. Jacob was a liar. Leah wasn't the prettiest. Joseph was abused. Moses was a stutterer. Uh, Gideon was afraid. Samson was a womanizer. Rahab was a prostitute. Jeremiah and Timothy were too young. David was an adulterer and a murderer. Elijah was suicidal. Isaiah preached while he was naked. Jonah ran from God. Naomi was a widow. Job went bankrupt. John ate bugs. Peter denied Christ. So if God used all of them, can he use you? But what happens in life, we feel as if since, ooh, Jesus, since the world has thrown me away, God can't use me. I don't know about y'all. I, sometimes I put that crystal light powder in my bottle and shake it up. Can be reusable. Every now and then we got some oil. You want to put it... Praise the Lord. See, see, see what the world considers trash, God considers re- re- recyclable. Y'all know about this? See, see, y'all think this is a grocery bag, but when it's raining outside, Lord Jesus, hallelujah, get my hair right. When it's wet outside, Lord Jesus, I want to wet my shoes up. Father God, thank you, Jesus. When you ain't got no trash bag, Lord. When you don't have a lunch bag, 
Lord Jesus. Put that thing right in now. Here you go, baby. Go to school. (laughs) See, God was the original recycler. Because what happens, what man says is trash, God takes away. And guess what? I used to sleep around, but guess what? God recycled me. Guess what? I used to drink, but guess what? God recycled me. I used to get high, but guess what? God recycled me. Guess what? I don't care what you've been through. God can recycle you. God can use you. So don't allow what you've been through. Because God has ability to take what someone calls trash and recycle it. For the Bible says God uses broken vessels. Sometimes you have to be broken to be used. I close with this. Oh, boy. Thank you, Jesus. Listen to this. Hold this in your spirit. God doesn't call the equip. He equips the call. Don't curse it. Don't nurse it. Don't rehearse it. But disperse it and trust God to reverse it. I'm going to say that again. Don't curse your situation. Don't nurse your situation. Don't rehearse your situation. But disperse it and let God reverse it. Guess what? I don't care what you're going through. I don't understand. God will use it for his glory. That's why Romans 8, 28 says, And we know that all things are working together for the good. For those who love God and those who are called. You're called, family. You're called. It's you. So today, family, I'm switching it up. We're not going to do a regular altar. Because this word is for every single one of you. Because see, someone has disqualified you. Someone has said that you are not worthy. Someone has said that you, you can't do this. And I'm telling you what the enemy has made for bad. God is going to turn around for your good. He's going to recycle you. Guess what? My first marriage didn't work out. But guess what? God's a recycler. Guess what? The first situation didn't work out. Well, guess what? God's a recycler. Guess what? I didn't work out in my first job. But guess what? God's a recycler. And if anybody has dealt with failure, depression, you don't feel qualified, low self-esteem, I'm telling you today, God will recycle you for his glory. Please stand with me. Hallelujah. Lift your hands to heaven. Say, Father God, recycle me. Use me. Everything I have been through has prepared me for this season and this time. I am your vessel use me what the enemy made for bad. Lord, I know you're going to turn it around for my good. So Father, I thank you that no weapon formed against me shall prosper. No weapon will have its intended end for what the enemy made to kill me is going to make me stronger. Lord, I thank you for the finished work on the cross. It is finished. It is done. 
So Lord, I receive all your promises. I am a child of a most high God. And Lord, I thank you that you will continue to work through me. Now look at your neighbor, say neighbor, God going to do it. Come on, look at your other say no neighbor, God going to do it. He's a recycler. I don't care what the enemy said. I don't care what the devil said. God's going to use you. God's going to use you. I'm recycled. I'm redeemed. Guess what? Old things passed away. Behold, all things are new. I'm a new creature in Christ Jesus. Oh, give God a shout of praise right now. Hallelujah. I've been recycled. I've been recycled. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. You've been listening to Fresh Wind with Dr. Jomo Cousins, Senior Pastor of Love First Christian Center in Tampa, Florida. If you've been blessed by the word today, you can pick up a copy of today's message or any of our other great teaching series by simply visiting our website at freshwindradio.com. All of us at Fresh Wind want to thank you for listening and for your continued support to this radio ministry. If you'd like to support Fresh Wind Radio, you can do so by visiting our website at freshwindradio.com and simply clicking the Donate tab. Thanks again for supporting. We'll see you next time on Fresh Wind Radio.